It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Because someone may have driven a gasoline car, science evolves and gives us new knowledge with time. What they've clearly decided to do is to not say much, right? They've said a minimal amount because they're trying to not anger the Justice Department. But those options are crappy. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Valen. Happy birthday to you. Freedom is back in style. Welcome to the revolution. Yeah, we're coming to your city. Gonna play our guitars and sing you a country song. Sean Hannity. The new, the new Sean Hannity Show. More behind-the-scenes information on breaking news. And more bold, inspired solutions for America. All right, thanks, Scott Shannon, and thanks to all of you for being with us. Toll free, our number is 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. Uh, I got a good reaction to the monologue I did yesterday on radio and TV. I am tired of our country being beholden to and paying for every international organization, many of which have become anti-American, many that are anti-Israel, even anti-Semitic, you know, for example, the United Nations, a history of it. And we pay the bulk of monies and, and we have to live with, you know, diplomatic immunity and all the insanity that goes along with these U.N. conferences that accomplish nothing except trying to advance globalism and extort America into paying monies for countries for their global warming, you know, fake science uh, and their cultism and their border walls and and everything in between. We can't afford this anymore. This is madness. Funding the World Health Organization. That is madness. They became nothing but the propaganda arm for China lying to the world about COVID-19. Why are we paying for that? Why would Joe Biden rejoin the, the Paris Climate Accords uh, that does not even recognize you know, does it puts China and India in a in a status that is not true or warranted. 
They're classified as developing nations, so they pay next to nothing. And we pay a fortune. Your tax dollars being wasted, thrown down the drain. You look at the, the WEF, the World Economic Forum. They've got an agenda. I mean, all, if I hear, you know, any more about, you know, first of all, a bashing of conservatives, uh, number one, uh, attacking anybody that doesn't buy into their phony science, number two, Al Gore's unhinged rants. We'll get into that later in the program. Uh, you know, we, we pay the bulk of money of the Paris Accords. We pay so much money, World Economic Forum. All these hypocrites flying in on their private jets. I don't care if you fly on a private jet, but don't tell me I can't eat meat at the very same conference where everybody flew there on a private jet or, or a large number of people did. Since this is madness, even Greenspeace agrees with me. I don't think they agree with me very often. You know, is there an event that is more insufferable than watching this, this garbage, this globalism on a world stage? Just like the New Green Deal has nothing to do with the environment or climate at all. It's all about socialism. You know, how, how does green fit into, you know, guaranteed pre-K, kindergarten, uh, free college, uh, guaranteed government job, guaranteed government pay, guaranteed government health care, guaranteed government retirement, guaranteed government healthy food, blah, blah, blah. I mean, what does any of that have to do with green? Nothing. They're spending, they, they've got the cart before the horse. They don't have the technology. Al Gore just flat out lied yesterday when he said that renewable energies are now the cheapest form of energy. No, it's not. The technology does not exist, and I don't see it if, in, in the next, in the near future, meaning the next couple of decades. And they want, oh, America, oh, it's okay. We're not going to do the smart thing. The, the thing that would be best for national security, uh, the thing that would create high-paying career American jobs, we're not going to do the smart thing and produce gas, oil, and coal here. No, Joe Biden just raised taxes by, by tens and tens of billions of dollars on gas, oil, and coal, and your pension plan, and corporations which pass the costs on to you. Hundreds of billions of dollars in new taxes. I thought he wasn't going to raise taxes on people making less than $400,000 a year. You know, Al Gore's rant about, you know, rain bombs and boiling oceans. I mean, we'll play it later. The montage. This guy has been wrong more often than than any human being on the face of the earth on this climate alarmist religious cult. You know, uh, you know, this arrest, this, you know, elitist, you know, Greta Thunberg claiming that political and business leaders are prioritizing greed and short term profits over people and the planet. What does that mean? It's all rooted in in radical New Green Deal socialism on a global level. They want more of this, not less. Any any time it has been tried, it has failed. Whatever name it's given, whatever manifestation it takes on, socialism redistributionism always ends in broken promises, unfulfilled promises. More poverty, not less poverty, and a loss of freedom. That's what happens. That's the history of socialism. I wrote it in Live Free or Die. I spent a lot of time researching it. Uh, you know, you have Pfizer's, you know, creepy CEO refusing to answer even one of 29 vaccine questions posed on the streets of Davos. Not one. 
you know, it, the bottom line is there's something going on. I don't know. I'm not a scientist. You know, one thing I never did on this program, I never told you to get a shot. Never. I said, I'm not your doctor. And, I, you know, it's funny when we had Dr. Robert Malone on the program, who I like a lot, he created the technology that allowed for the creation of the mRNA vaccines. That would be the Pfizer-Moderna vaccines. Uh, and what did he say on this program? Nobody wanted to hear. They actually called him a consp- They were attacking the guy. They went on Joe Rogan, and you would think, you know, Satan appeared on the Joe Rogan podcast. It was so stupid. He created the science behind it. He said to us it wasn't perfected yet, but he did recognize the benefits for considering COVID disproportionately impacted the elderly and and people that were obese and people with underlying conditions, pre-existing conditions, uh, and varying health issues. He said, outside of them, nobody else should be taking this. Nobody could talk about natural immunity. Rand Paul was screaming it, you know, regularly on this program. Natural immunity is better. Natural immunity. But you couldn't even bring that up at the time. You know, it is uh, it's insane. Now, now, what is a rain bomb? What is a where are oceans boiling? Tell me where that's happening. You know, where are these drastic changes in the earth occurring? Why are we buying into this crap? Why are people why are we paying for all of these organizations? You know what? Send the U.N. to China. Let China fund the WHO. Let China and Russia fund the WEF. Why do we even send representatives? John Kerry, we are few of the very few chosen people. Whatever reason, God has brought us here. It's it's extraterrestrial to save the planet. Like, you people are in your private jet? Okay. Uh, do you think, do you not see your hypocrisy? I don't care how you fly around, but don't tell me not to eat meat while you're flying around with your carbon emission producer. Good grief. Anyway, so Al Gore goes absolutely insane. Do we have that isolated, the Al Gore insanity one? Let's play Al Gore. This, this, this is him really unhinged. We're still putting 162 million tons into it every single day. And the accumulated amount is now trapping as much extra heat as would be released by 600,000 Hiroshima-class atomic bombs exploding every single day on the Earth. That's what's boiling the oceans, creating these atmospheric rivers and the rain bombs and sucking the moisture out of the land and creating the droughts and melting the ice and raising the sea level and causing these waves of climate refugees predicted to reach one billion in this century. Look at the xenophobia and political authoritarian trends that have come from just a few million refugees. What about a billion? We would lose our capacity for self-governance on this world. We have to act. Greta Thunberg was just arrested in Germany. I agree with her uh, efforts to stop that uh, coal mine in Germany. When climate activists around the world, and I'm partly speaking for them right here on this stage, have come to the conclusion that the people in authority are not doing their job. There's a lot of blah, 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 as Greta says. There are a lot of words and there are some meaningful commitments, but we are still failing badly. That coal mine in Germany, yeah, because Vladimir uh, Putin, after they gave in to their climate alarmist religious cult members, they gave up all domestic production 
relied on Putin. Now we're relying on uh, begging Saudi Arabia, Venezuela, trying to do deals with, you know, OPEC nations, begging them. And we have more resources than they do. This idiot you just heard from in 2000 pro promoted a claim Mount Kilimanjaro will no longer have snow by 2010. Well, guess what? We can report right here today. The mountain is still very much covered in snow. Al Gore in 2006 suggesting that all of the glaciers in Glacier National Park would be gone by 2013. Guess what? The glaciers are still there. In 2007, Gore warning of a planetary emergency. The planet has a fever, he declared. In 2009, he said that 75% of the entire polar ice cap will melt in the next five to seven years. Well, NASA disputes that, pointing out there were mass gains in the polar ice cap of the ice sheet in 2015. This is a lunatic. You know, in, in, in the 70s, Newsweek and, and, and these climate alarmists, they were telling us that an ice age was coming. That evolved into global warming. Then when that didn't occur, it just became a general climate change issue. New York Times said the most likely rate of rise, some experts say, most of the beaches on the east coast of the U.S. will be gone in 25 years by 2021. What year is this, Linda? Please help me. I can't count. You don't want to answer that? You know what? It's a, it's a hard thing to answer. It just is. It is. It's 2023. In case anybody wants to know. In 2006, Time Magazine claimed that the Earth was at a tipping point. We all should be very worried. This crap has been shoved down our throats. Our kids have been indoctrinated and lied to. There is an underlying agenda. It's like the Green New Deal has nothing to do with anything green. It has everything to do with the radical socialism. And they're all lying to us. They're lying to you. And, this, and we're funding all of this crap. With all of these international globalist organizations, why are we paying for this? Americans desperately need help. We're at a point where if we had half a brain, we don't, it would be great for national security. We wouldn't need to beg Saudi Arabia, Venezuela, OPEC, uh, try and do another Iranian deal. We, we have enough resources energy-wise to last for hundreds of years. And we should be a not only energy independent we should be energy dominant right now we could be bankrupting vladimir putin by taking over his old business in western europe and providing them with all their the energy that they need when people in germany and other countries in europe are spending 30 to 40 percent of their annual income just to heat their homes at a minimal level this winter that's how high prices have gone and people, oh, we can't build a, a, a coal fire plant in, and build our own infrastructure uh, in Germ wa Germany. Why not? Why would you be so stupid to follow the same dumb mistake that you made before? Donald Trump gave, what was it, Angela Merkel, the white flag of surrender. She goes, what's this for? You surrendered. You gave up your independence and you're counting on that lunatic Vladimir Putin, a hostile actor, hostile regime. And now America is not producing its own energy. We gave up energy independence. We're no longer a net exporter of energy. We stopped the Keystone XL pipeline. We shut down what was what was an energy, a wealth of oil in, in Anwar. All the things that w would have made us dominant and rich. 
to pay off our debt. Stop robbing our kids. It's insane. And then they say, oh, the U.S. debt limit. By the way, we don't have a debt limit crisis happening right now. We're about to hit one in a couple of months, but not now. I know Democrats want to distract away from what the president has been uh, trying to hide and avoid talking about, which is the classified top secret information now found in four locations. We'll get to that when we come back. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go, like, how do I detach from my this idea of, what do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know... Okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring bit. out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, been podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. All right, as we roll along, thanks for being with us. 800 941 Oh, we've got new photos. We'll show you on Hannity tonight. Zero experience. Hunter had access to Joe's classified document stash. Anyway, the first son uh, had access to the uh, old Corvette. By the way, that's Linda. You know, that's not the Corvette. I know people love the old Stingrays. I know I have friends of mine that love old cars. I have a lot of motorhead buddies of mine. You know, you know, most of them. I do. But the real 
real Corvette that you want is the Z06. That's I don't know anything one. about. You keep talking about this car. What is this car? I'm talking about a car called the Corvette Z06. <laughs> no, the Z06. I don't. Is this right. new? Yeah, and you can't get them. I I put my name on as many lists as I could put my name on, and I can't. I I you know. I, by the way, and I told. Wait I a minute. One, you want a Corvette? I want a Corvette. I want a Z06. I, I don't thought want you were a old. truck guy. I'm very surprised. Sounds like a midlife crisis to me. Uh, just shut, uh, Jason. Did you say that on the air? Yes, I very much did, and I'm proud of myself <laughs> for it. It's not a midlife crisis. The car is the coolest thing I've ever seen. Stick to the. I Vespa. love it. Stick. To, you're such a wise ass. You know, you just you know, my. Why do I? Why am I so nice to my staff? It's January. They've already forgotten about their Christmas bonus. They're already back attacking me. I get like two weeks of peace, and then, you know, I get inundated with insults and attacks. Anyway, this is not. I was a actually show. impressed that you could do the Vespa. We'll continue. Now we know new photos show that Hunter Biden had access was paying forty nine thousand nine hundred and ten dollars a month to live in one of Joey's rooms at his mansion, which, by the way, is very high for Delaware. I've never. I mean, insane. I wonder what he, why he was paying so much money to his dad. Uh, I can't imagine ever charging my kids to live in my house. Unless, of course, you're looking to pay dad. Um, and I don't want my kids' money at all. You know, it's theirs. They work for it. Let them. They deserve to have what they want. I share what I have uh, to an extent. You don't want to give kids too much. Do you see Marie Osmond saying that? She, we talked about it the other day, but she says she's not going to give her kids a penny. I disagree with that, but I do have a million strings attached, you know, in that will that I change. Every well, have you met her kids? I mean, I don't know. I don't know? know. I mean, maybe they're terrible. Well, you can actually put provisions in there if they're if they have any drug like if issues. You're, terrible, or, you're not getting anything. <laughs> maybe that's well, the provision. I don't know. Well, and or you know, you have to, you know, you could put provisions on what the money would be spent for. You could put provisions in on anything. You know, I'm just uh, saying, you know, just because your family doesn't mean you should get something. I mean, lots of people have family members they can't stand. You know, we're blessed because we have awesome families, but sometimes family sucks. Listen, everybody has somebody in the family that you can't stand. There you go. Ding, ding, period. There's always somebody for Maria Osmond. It's her children. So there you go. (laughs) I don't know if that's true. I hope it's not. I mean, I I don't know. I met her once and I met Donnie Osmond. Once at the Stadium of Fire event in Utah, they were very nice people. Very, very nice. Yeah. Everybody in Utah I've ever met is nice. So it's actually it's like America circa 1950. And a good. Well, what way. is there to be mad about in Utah? Way. Everyone's nice. Everyone they goes really to church. Are. They've got Wonderful Crown people. Burger. They Crown got Burger, my favorite. The air is Crown great. Burger. I met good the quality. owner of Crown Burger. Did I tell you about George? No. Oh, I be- I bent his ear. Oh, that I, he and I, you know, he's like my best friend now. Oh, really? Love him. Right. Best burger you'll ever eat, period. Anyway, um, so let's go back to the, the news on Hunter. Uh, so the Washington Examiner reporting, not only was, do we have these photos of Hunter um, 2017 found on the laptop, uh, clad in a white collared shirt and camouflage baseball cap behind the wheel of daddy's uh, Corvette Stingray, and anyway, uh, GPS metadata embedded at the photos indicate they were taken within a minute of each other. Uh, they give the exact time and date, July 30th, 2017, outside the president's Wilmington, Delaware residence. 
Photos show uh, Hunter posing in the vehicle besides two young girls. One appears to be his 12-year-old niece. The other could not be identified. While it's unclear exactly when Joe transferred the classified records to the Wilmington home, sources close to the president suggested the transfer occurred as Biden was shutting down his vice presidential office in January 2017. These are all questions we need answers to. Uh, but then the Washington Examiner goes on and the president's son apparently uh, had a blackout while living there. Now, here's where it gets interesting. Staying at his one of his father's residences while there during the worst of his alcoholism and drug addiction, Hunter Biden would be near the classified documents while receiving millions of dollars from a top Chinese businessman connected to the Chinese Communist Party, according to author Michael Schellenberger. Quote, there's no evidence of that Hunter Biden accessed the documents, but God forbid the opportunity certainly existed for him to do so. Uh, according to Peter Schweitzer, our friend who wrote Secret Empires and specializes in this whole China thing, he blew this thing wide open right here on this show. The first day we did the first interview with that book, the businessman in question, his name is Patrick Ho, leading Chinese businessman, extensive ties to the Chinese military intelligence the two reportedly became close after Ho was arrested in, in late 2017. His first phone call is to James Biden, the president's brother, looking for Hunter. And he stressed there's no direct evidence Hunter ever turned over classified documents to Ho or any Chinese official. But his proximity to the documents means it was a distinct possibility. Uh, you know, all of this is just too convenient. Something's up here. I don't, I, I'm, look, I'm speculating when I say it just the timing of this just doesn't seem right um our friend chris kobach who's the attorney uh general uh in the state of kansas great guy is demanding the white house immediately cease meddling in the investigation he sends a letter to attorney general merrick garland accusing the white house and justice department of failing to take steps to quickly secure the classified documents by the way why didn't they when they were given the opportunity, why didn't they go to Biden's residences like they did Donald Trump? Why didn't they get a search warrant? Why didn't Ray and Merrick Garland give the same treatment to Joe Biden? Now that we're finding him in four separate locations, four. With Trump, they found it in one location. Biden's classified documents. Now, one issue that has come up is what, where are the visitor logs considering this guy spent 40% of his presidency most of it in Delaware. I mean, that's a lot of time. 52 trips, you know, Biden has used his Delaware home. First they said it was for work. Now they're saying, no, 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 it's only for, for personal use, not for work use. Because what, they think that saves them? I don't think so. And then now they're telling us there's no visitor logs at all whatsoever. I'm not buying any of it. Don't believe for a second that the Secret Service doesn't know who's visiting Biden's house. And I can tell you from my own experience, having visited presidents, I've interviewed George Herbert Walker Bush. I've interviewed George W. Bush. I've interviewed Donald J. Trump, as everybody knows. And every time, you know, usually it's like, hi, Mr. Hannity. Can I see your ID? Put all your stuff in, a, in this basket. You know, get, then you get wanded and then you get cleared in. Not before all of that happens, even though they know it's me. Hi, Mr. Hannity, how are you? Good to see you again. Anyway, Quinnipiac Americans uh, on Biden's handling of the documents, yeah, they, they think it's inappropriate and serious. So we're going to see what happens. The president's approval rating, a negative 
36 percent approval rating, 53 percent negative approval rating. Um, and uh, two thirds of Americans, majority of Democrats support this probe. I mean, that's pretty that's that's a significant percentage of the American people. A picture has resurfaced from 2013 of then Vice President Joe Biden holding a classified document in his hands. It says code word classified document vice president and it gives the date september 30th 2013 um one interesting side note i was talking about the secret service they know who's visiting i'm telling you the fact that they're saying they don't have a list i'm not buying it and if they don't have an official list i'm sure they could remember these i've, I've met enough secret service guys to know that they're really smart people and they're great at what they do. And if they saw regular visitors, they would be able to share that with us. Biden doesn't want that to happen. You know, the DOJ is now running interference. Great column, Jonathan Turley. The DOJ is running interference in this case because they have been weaponized and the FBI has been politicized. This is the timing couldn't be worse because Jim Jordan's investigation is going right deep into the heart of all of that. Congress needs to find out who was visiting Joe Biden. What was he doing at his Delaware residence, you know, for for 40% of his presidency? That's an insane amount of time. Anyway, that's the latest on that. And by the way, you know, all this money, you know, the, the total to the Penn Biden son of $67 million dollars. 47 of that 0.7 million were after once Biden went to Pennsylvania. That's that's most of the money. 67 million. Since then, UPenn has taken in another 54 million. Then you have the professors at UPenn writing a letter to Merrick Garland to stop the investigation into espionage from our number one geopolitical foe, China. The investigation was about Chinese espionage. And lo and behold, UPenn benefiting with, you know, tens and tens of millions of dollars, anonymous donors from China. Ends up getting Merrick Garland to do exactly what they want. By the way, gas prices are on the rising. And I told you this would be happening because the price of a barrel of oil is going up, going up significantly. Now, I want to deal with this debt ceiling issue, and I want the Republicans, hopefully, to get on the same page, be ready. It's not happening now. The only reason the media mob and Democrats, oh, we're about to, the full faith and credit of the U.S. government is hanging in the balance, and we don't want a government shutdown, blah, 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 all the same bull. So America supposedly hit the debt limp ceiling this morning. Okay, we have a debt of $31.4 trillion. In two short years, spending under Biden has accounted for more than 13% of that debt. Two years. Biden's deficit in 2021 was $2.77 trillion. 2022, $1.38 trillion. $4.15 trillion. Money we don't have, most of it borrowed from China, by the way, on Joe's watch. So 2021, pandemic year. All right, but Joe Biden started off that year with vaccines and monoclonal antibodies that he never made took full advantage of even to this day they're not making them the emergency authorized use has gone away the pandemic's over joe said no it's not because i know a million people getting covid right now 
Good grief. And there's nothing, if you have natural immunity, previous infections, you know, shots and boosters, boosters and shots, no. I know more people, though, anecdotally, although I've talked to some funeral directors that are scaring me, we're actually doing an investigation into this. I know more people are getting blood clots than I've ever heard of in my life. More people getting aneurysms than I've ever heard of in my life. My, one of my best friends just had a serious blood clot in his leg. And it's like, okay, the, I mean, real serious stuff. I have another friend, you know, they found two aneurysms in the forehead. Scary stuff. You know, is it connected? I don't know. I'm not a scientist. I'd like some answers on it, but I can't ask the question without somebody saying, oh, that's, how dare you suggest that this, that... It's ridiculous. They didn't even want to listen to Robert Malone, the guy that created the technology to create the mRNA virus. Airfares are going up dramatically. Uh, United Airlines warning about more disrupt disruptions. Recession fears are on the rise again. Stocks falling. Weak economic data revive recession fear. Uh, Microsoft is slashing 10,000 jobs. The U.S. debt ceiling. It, it is not what they're pointing, saying this or trying to make this out to be. This is very, very important for you to know. Because, okay, we hit the debt limit today. Janet Yellen, in a letter to Congress last week, U.S. would reach the debt limit today. Her agency would have to deploy two of the four extraordinary measures at its disposal to continue to make payments on the debt and avoid default. One, once the limit is reached, the Treasury will need to start taking certain extraordinary measures to prevent the U.S. from defaulting on its obligation. Uh, based on the Treasury Department's projections, Yellen noted that while there is uncertainty over how much time her agency can buy, it's unlikely that cash and extraordinary measures will be exhausted before early June. With that said, I want Republicans ready. What what will they do in terms of leverage? Because uh, the Republicans now need to be dealt with. And I'm saying they just need to get on the same page and be fiscally responsible and everybody be of one voice and no defections and stand together and don't give in to the pressure that will come their way. Oh, the full faith credit of the U.S. government hanging in the balance. There might be a government shutdown, uh, none of which scares me. None of it. Government shutdown. We still have our military. We still have our Social Security checks. We still have Medicare. And then the people that usually get the furloughed, get back pay when they go back to work. That's how it usually ends. So we'll see what happens. Anyway, 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. So much other news we got to get to today. Uh, we will talk about Alec Baldwin in the next hour, uh, indicted on involuntary manslaughter charges, uh, could face 18 months in jail on that. Potentially, he could face another five years in jail if the gun charge is brought up. Uh, his lawyer says he's going to get off. I... Why do I not? I can't stand the guy's an arrogant, elitist snob. I've had more run-ins with him than I think anybody else. And why do I not? I don't feel joy at other people's pain. Am I weak? I don't know. Linda's like, why are you shaking your head? Well, yeah. I mean, I think I think he's a jerk, so it's hard for me to, uh, you know, parse it. It is a jerk, but I, I don't wish bad things on people. I just, it's not who I am. Well, you're a better man than me. I'm a better man than you. Person, human being.
Okay. And we got a lot of other news to get to when we come back. Uh, we'll get into this whole issue of Alec Baldwin. If you haven't found out, he has been charged with involuntary manslaughter, facing up to 18 months in prison. It is it is not known yet if he's going to be brought up on a gun charge. Uh, 18 months possibility in the involuntary manslaughter charge, maybe as many as five years if the gun charge happens. I don't. I can't stand the guy. He's an arrogant elitist. I just I don't celebrate people's misery. I can't. I feel sorry for this woman that was lost in this whole process. More than a movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies from The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. 